0: Welcome to the Defender Podcast, a resource to help mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm your host, Herbie Newell. We are thrilled to have Isaac Monogarum on the Defender Podcast. And what we are going to do during the month of December is to Focus on different stories that we see through the Ministry of Lifeline, stories that that show how one life is being changed. And as we enter into the month of December, we're really starting our Change One Life campaign where we want to focus on the areas of ministry to see how one life is being transformed throughout the Ministry of Lifeline. You know, we see that there are 153 million orphans around the world. And and when we see that number, it can be boggling, it can be mind-boggling and mind-numbing. And, how many children are vulnerable around the world and how many families are in distress around the world. But what we hope to do in December is to boil this down to one story and to one work so you can know that as you participate in supporting and partnering with Lifeline, that you are in the process of changing one life, one life that makes up this 153 million orphans and vulnerable children. So we ask you during the month of December, help us to change one life at a time. Isaac has uh, is in Chennai, India, and he is a dear brother and a dear friend, but also a partner of Lifeline with the Steps Home for the Girl Child, as well as the other ministries that he and his beautiful wife Tara are doing in India on behalf of the orphan, on behalf of the girl child. And so, Isaac, we are so grateful that you have joined us for the Defender podcast Uh, Tell us first how the Lord began to prick your heart and Tara's heart for the vulnerable children in India.
1: Uh, Let me start with uh, Tara, Brother Herbie. Uh, During her life, she always had a desire of wanting to adopt uh, children from different parts of the world. Uh, Little did she realize that the guy whom she was going to get married was not very open to that idea and so close to 23 years ago i was on a collusion course just like saul was on the road to damascus to persecute uh, believers i i told my wife you can uh, either you can start a home for orphan children but you can't bring a, any of them into our home that's where my journey really
0: began. And I know that even even personally, your story is not just opening up this home for children, but also uh, even in your personal story of your own children. Uh, talk a little bit about how adoption became a part of your personal story.
1: So it began uh, years ago with uh, ad- ad- adopting her first daughter sitara and uh, it, 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 we, we always thought that i thought that bringing her child into our home was a favor that we were doing and that we were giving that we were giving meaning and purpose to a child but then we then i realized rather quickly that it was they who uh, brought purpose and meaning into our lives that whole equation change. It was a game changer to realize uh, the, how much a child can bring meaning and purpose to a life that was otherwise empty.
0: Mm. When well, then Tarun came into your life as well and, and your family is so complete and so full and, and you and Tara give so much love to your children, but then there was an overflow of that heart that began into Steps Home. So talk to us a little bit about how Tara's call to adopt from the nations and and uh, and, and and even your wisdom and, and your instruction to her, and then your personal adoption story led to Steps Home becoming a reality. Yes, uh, Brother Herbie. After
1: the, the two children transformed my life because Tara was ever so ready, Uh, i began to look around that the girl children in our state in our country that they were under they were in danger they were under siege just because they were girl children and the lord began to put a tug on our hearts to saying hey we need to do something and uh, the the numbers are uh, overwhelming Uh, 11 million are the orphaned, abandoned children in India. Out of that, 10 million are girl children. And so we began a journey 12 years ago, uh, saying our USP was to find, foster, and free abandoned girls between the ages of 5 to 18. And uh, that's been our mission, that's been our desire And it's been a wonderful journey uh, to see we cannot rescue all the millions of children, but our tagline is one girl at a time. We can give hope to one girl at
0: a time. Yeah, and that's beautiful. And even as we look at this month of December and and lead folks through this podcast and through other mediums of Lifeline to to that same thing, that, that there's nothing that you can do uh, for every single one of the orphan and vulnerable children. But there's something that you can begin to do for one child and, and for one girl. And, and Isaac, I know that one of the things that has really pricked your heart and Tara's heart as well is the condition of the girl child in India, especially those girl children uh, who ha- do not have the support of a family, who do not have the support of a home. Talk to us about the plight of the girl child in India.
1: Yes, uh, Brother Herbie, uh, each of these girls who have come to our home have come from very difficult situations. Uh, we've rescued them from the cruel clutches of abortion, abuse, and abandonment. And uh, the, the girl child is treated uh, as a liability in a, in a home because of the dowry system. So if you have a girl child, and if a man has three, four girl children, he's he feels his life is over, because he has to come up with the dowry money when each of his girl children uh, grow up. And so when they find out, as soon as that they're gonna have a girl child, they either try to abort that child, or to sell that child, or to give away that child. And that is why uh, god puts a real burden that we 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 need we needed to do something for the girl child
0: and now you have and, and steps home is just an incredible work and i know that i've witnessed personally and others have witnessed as well just the incredible work the lord has done over the years can you can you boil that down i mean we talk about helping one child. We talk about doing something for one, if we can do it for one girl child or one vulnerable child around the world. But can you just share one particular story of, of a life that has been changed, of a young lady whose trajectory has been changed uh, through her time at, st- at Steps?
1: Well, each of them have a story, brother, but one of the things that stand out to us is a year ago, a 6 year old little girl was rescued by the child helpline and she was a she is a beautiful girl and she was rescued from uh, uh, in front of a railway station and the helpline people the, the social workers asked her what was where was she and what was she doing she said uh, my mother's friend brought me and left me here and i don't know what, what to do I, i'm lost and so they said, can, can can you show us your home? And the little girl took the social worker five minutes away to their home. And and then the mother came out of the home and she looked at the social workers and said, I don't know who this child is, please take her away. Hmm. And it's that kind of a setting that children come to us and today, Within a year, she has blossomed and bloomed into a fine little girl who knows what the Lord can do in her heart. And that is where we're so grateful for Lifeline that comes alongside as a partner to disciple these children, to give tools, to bring teams. And that has been so valuable for us on this journey that one day our desire is that each of these children will make a lasting commitment to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior.
0: Yeah, and, and brother, I just, uh, I think, even as you bring that up, what an honor it is to be able to partner with you and Tara and Steps Home. And can you just uh, describe a little bit about that journey? I know that it was many years ago that the first time I traveled to Steps Home was able to meet you and meet Tara and to meet the girls and to see the things that you were doing. And and we even at that point talked about a deeper level of partnership and, and what that would look like. But it really wasn't until this last year, 2019, that we were able to formalize that partnership and, and talk about just uh, how how we got connected and, and what that has meant uh, for you, for Tara, and for the girls at the home. That's
1: right, Brother uh, Herbie. Uh, our relationship actually began when you came seven years ago, uh, you were passing by, and you and a, and a mutual friend of ours, uh, Brother Rick Woods uh, from Topeka, uh, uh, kind of uh, introduced us, and uh, you came, and we were we were just getting our feet uh, into this, uh, into steps home, and uh, and then began a journey where. We, we said that we we, we we cannot do this alone and uh, lifeline each trip, that you you would come you would meet with us and even this past year uh, we had a training for uh, people from other orphanages and children's homes and uh, equip them and give them tools uh, and and bring this whole thing of discipleship that each child needs to be discipled so it's it's been a wonderful journey. and The thing I like about Lifeline is that you don't bring your agenda or your uh, vision from uh, uh, North America and uh, I put it on to us and say, this is what we want to do. You, 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 you allow us to have our, our vision, our dream, uh, and you come alongside to partner and make this dream possible. And for us, the Save Her campaign is a huge thing that uh, that we've been dreaming for all these years, and, and that is wonderfully taking shape. And we are, we are anticipating uh, our time together next year, early next year, where you and the team are coming to do an orphan care seminar, seminar in our city to pastors and social workers and Christian counselors who can catch the vision of James one twenty seven.
0: And Brother, I, I know we haven't had a lot of time to really talk about your personal story, but the Lord has used you and Tara in so many ways throughout India, and not just uh, for the girl child or for the orphan or the vulnerable child, but also for marriages, for encouraging the gospel, for the proclamation of the gospel for many years uh, you and and still do have a have a business that has put Christian resources in the hands of believers and and believers around the country of India. You've you've worked with Freedom of Christ Freedom with Christ Ministries to to work with families and children and and all of those around the country, helping them with the strength that comes in Christ alone. But we going back really even to the very beginning about how you and Tara first had your hearts pricked for the vulnerable child in India, how would you say all of these years, working with these children, working with these girls, how has your life been changed and how has your life been impacted by doing the work that God's called you to do for these girls? You know, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's the work
1: of the Holy Spirit that's been constantly uh, 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 there are days and times that we feel like throwing our hands up and saying we don't know what to do because of the kind of uh, situation that these children have come but just to see how much transformation and uh, the, the way they, that they bloom and blossom it's something that only God can do and if you had met me 25 years ago, I was a different guy. And now, 25 years later, a guy who said, I don't want any children in my home, our house is filled with children. And we're just grateful to God that he has given us this call on our life to fend for the voiceless and for the orphan and the abandoned. And so we're just humble that God would choose to use us. And it's truly His grace. And the the message is He adopted us. And because He adopted us, we can adopt these children. And there are so many barriers uh, if you talk to an Indian family, color, caste, uh, what kind of a background these children come from. But when you realize and uh, really read the word, you come to realize he rescued us from the kingdom of darkness to His marvelous light,
0: and when He does that, all of us, by default, you begin to do this. Well, brother, I I just would encourage you and the work that you and Tara and Satara and Tarun are doing on behalf of the vulnerable there in India, and I'm so grateful for you for your partnership, for your brotherhood, for the ways that I see the Lord shining in you and. For those who don't know this beloved brother of mine and ours, Isaac Monogaram, Isaac has also uh, traveled to Sri Lanka which is the birthplace of his father and has done some incredible ministry in Sri Lanka had continues to do ministry throughout Chennai and, and even as he spoke about encouraging and equipping other ministries and churches to get engaged with the orphan and the vulnerable child this is a man who has encouraged other partners around the entire country and has helped other leaders develop and to strengthen and so, brother, I just would you leave us with a challenge? How would you challenge people that are listening to this podcast of how they can be a part of changing the lives of vulnerable children around the world, but specifically in India, and through Steps Home for the Girl Child? Brother Herbie, we need uh, uh, the prayers of our partners.
1: We cannot do this alone. And increasingly, it's becoming difficult for us in the environment and the setting that we are ministering. And sometimes we feel that we are targeted. But the biggest need is that the church would, that we could create an awareness that if every church can uh, take on to uh, campaign for uh, families to adopt, for families to foster care, for families to sponsor, for families to uh, disciple and mentor, I think that would be a greater awakening. And the problem of orphaned children, at least to a certain extent, can be brought under control. Hmm.
0: Well, I would just encourage anyone listening to participate in the Change One Life campaign that's going on throughout the month of December. Uh, you can get more information at lifelinechild.org where you can agree to partner and to help sponsor uh, financially through your prayer support or through your action many of the ministries that Lifeline has throughout the world, including the vital work that's happening in India for Steps Home Through the Girl Child. And we would ask you, just like my brother has, to pray, to pray on behalf of these children, to pray on behalf of the girls that live at Steps Home for the Girl Child, but also to pray for the millions of children around the country, around the world, and specifically in India who need the hope of the gospel, who need the hope of a family, and who need the love and support of local church. And so we pray that the Lord would do immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine around the world on behalf of vulnerable children, but specifically today in India with our brother Isaac and his sweet wife Tara as they serve the girl child there in India. Well, again, go to lifelinechild.org for more information on how you can change one life.